quick look at it, it did seem like a big reorganization of how the military dealt with the colonies. Get this little grin to yourself, you hear an explosion downstairs. You can tell that they are deferring to this leader that they address as a Nyao Kak. <laughs> barely awake, still reeling, and plunge my dagger in armor and shoulder. This is unacceptable, and the mission's compromised. Forget what the happens And fucking find them! Welcome back to Married and Dee. I'm Bryce the DM. And I'm Preeti. So I think we left you in the air ducts in the castle of Ganache. You have just heard this elven rebel leader who seems to be a little bit out for himself or the halflings. You're not really terribly sure basically tell the rest of his gang that they need to find you and they need to get out of here because the mission's been compromised. We need to get down there and free the hostages up. As you do so, you can... She pulls out a little gem to restore some spell slots with a pearl of power. Yeah, so she asked real quick, like, I can get a few more healing spells or I can get one bigger spell. I think uh, Shatter is going to be one of our better bets. We'll go there and we'll try to board up a door. We'll see who's down there, hopefully be able to take them out without using a spell. Board up the door, and when they're all at it, hopefully Shatter Shatter will get enough of them to do some good damage. All right. In which case, you also have a potion. I chug the potion. Okay, so she will recover a few spell slots. She's not looking the greatest in HP, so she's going to mostly stay back on this. Wait, uh, she can heal herself. I thought you said two and one. No, she can get a second and a first or three firsts. So we're going for the second and the first, and I was hoping she'll heal herself for the first one. She wants to hold on to one. As, as you're talking about this, like, I, I want to hold on to one just in case, in case somebody's hurt badly. I want to hold one as an emergency heal. All right, sounds good. Um, let's do the same plan again where you insult him and ho- who- insult whoever's down there, and hopefully I get a chance to surprise them well let's do what we can then give me a stealth first as you go rushing through these ducks 18 we'll give the elves up here a chance on that one and on a 22 one of them is like you hear that they're looking around and listening in, hearing these sort of tappies. I think they're in the walls. Uh, give me an acrobatics to head downstairs with as much alacricity as you can. 21. You are going to be fine. We'll see how Belize does. She goes a little bit more slowly than you. She starts to lose control going down as quickly as she is. And has to kind of like stop and hold herself and reassess. So you're going to be a little bit ahead of her. As you get down there, you can give me a perception roll. 16 on the dice for 25. You move as quickly as you can. And you can see out in the round chambers, you get to the nearest access point. 
that they have all the people there. Uh, all the guards are pretty much tied up. And there's only one elf watching them currently. He's kind of in vision for you. But Belisa is a little bit behind. Um, and on your last perception, you figure that you might only have 18, 24 seconds, 30 tops before the rest of the elves are on top of you down here. All right. Um, I want to teleport behind the guy and um, hopefully do it stealthily enough that I can get advantage on the attack. All right. So first, give me an initiative. 17 plus 320. Black is blue, the blue is elf. All right. You are going to be up first. Do I get the surprise as I teleport behind him? And give me one last stealth to get as close as you can. 19 on the dice for a, tw- uh, so for a 29. Yeah, you are absolutely hidden. So he is just watching the guards and doesn't even hear you bamf out of the ducks and into the room with them. So you may make an attack at advantage for being hidden. Um, That's a 19 to hit. 19 is going to be a hit. 20, 26, uh, 24. Holy cow. Yeah, that's two sixes and two fours. That's a lot of damage. And I have a bonus action as well. Yeah, you fuck him right up, but he remains standing for the moment. I guess because of the first one. Do I? Was that a surprise round? That was your surprise round. So bottom of the round, he gets... Beliza tries to catch up. She'll make another acrobatics. So hearing all of this, she just kind of lets loose slides down the thing and with very good acrobatics just kind of goes into a roll and is coming. She will be there on this turn. So, you're up. No advantage. No. 22 to hit. That'll hit. No sneak. No. For 7 damage. Still up? Barely. I'll dagger him. 18 on the dice. That'll hit. Four on the dice. Do you want to describe how you take him down? I, I hit him with a short sword and and then I take a dagger and I, I yeah I stab him in the neck where his armor and impale. I impale him in the neck. Okay, Belisa comes roaring out of the things behind you and has nothing to do in this moment. So she will wait. Does just... she have an action? Yeah, she should start setting the gods free. Okay, then she jumps out. And pulling out her dagger, starts setting all the guards free. You have a couple rounds to try and get some things done here. So, as the guards are starting to be released, what weapon did the guy, did the one guy here, have on him? He had a bow and a short sword. So that's two weapons that we have. Um, I, I have a short sword. Belisa has two. Da- I have a short sword and a dagger. Belisa has two daggers. She had a short sword and a dagger last check. Okay, so and yeah. we have. Did we bring the mace with us? I don't think so. No, that you was ran the out trap. Of, that was yeah, the trap. You ran out of that room pretty quick. I give my dagger to. What? Some- yeah. So. Okay. So you have like two rounds to try and organize them. So what are you telling them? What are you yelling out? I tell them, we need to barricade these doors and make sure that they don't get inside. We need to. Yeah, we need to do that. So barricade one of the doors, make sure that no one can get through. And then in the other one, when they all pile in, we need to get get to them, stab them, get their weapons and be able to arm ourselves and get going. Um, do, There should be 
pews here and shit like that? Can we start, can some of them start moving furniture to barricade that one? Give me a intelligence check of some sort. I'll allow investigate. I do have investigate, but will you allow nature? Because I have expertise in that. No. 12 on the dice for a 15. The benches are a little bit built in, for one. And for two, there are too many doorways out of the stairwells. So that won't be terribly practical unless you can find a way to block up the stairwell. And then you can kind of focus everybody on the other. How can we block up the stairwell? Lisa, as she... I'll give her survival. She's doing all right as she's starting to cut all the guards open. Not the guards open. She's cutting all the ropes <laughs> off of the guards' hands. Freaking Belisa. <laughs> she says, like, didn't you get a thing off of the mage? Yeah. Um, I look at... I got a bead of force. Wedge it in one of the stairwells. That I gives us it, ten minutes? It'll be enough. And then we can focus fire and everybody coming down the other stairway. Okay. I... Chuck the bead of force into a thing, into okay. one of the stairwells, so you... and this giant ball appears. It's sort of like, you know, one of those, you've seen those little gifts of people in balls playing football. So it's sort of one of those, except it fills up the room, It um, and because of the stairwell, it's all crunky, it's all like squished up. Give me a survival. I do have that. 16 on the dice for 20, 25. So the stairwell is a sweeping curved stairway. So knowing roughly at least what you hope is the size of one of these beads of force, you pick a spot where you think it'll be wedged pretty securely. And in fact, it does. And on that survival, it will not be perfect. Like it makes a very, very tight seal. However, like somebody could crawl through that. Now that means that one, they will be prone coming through. Two, it's going to take a full turn of their movement to squeeze. And three, they will fall and take a little bit of falling damage once they do so. So it won't be perfect. You might want to keep somebody on it. Belisa can stay there because she's she's just going to insult. She can see someone and she can insult them till they till they get there. All right. Yeah, she can try and stay. She will stay somewhere central-ish, where she can kind of see the stairwell coming in, as well as maybe help out on the other side. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, this is Wait, the it's best only one... seal you can hope for. Okay, it's only one minute. Okay, well, you can hear them coming down the stairs pretty quickly, so one minute might be enough to get some guards out and distract them, or at least dissuade them from taking any hostages. All right. So yeah, um, I'm going to wait till I see some guards coming down, and then I'm going to chuck it at them. Okay. So as you go over to the other stairwell, well, she has passed out pretty much all of her weapons. So you've got four guards with you right now: one with short bow, two short swords, and one dagger. Did you want to pass out your spare dagger or short sword and just keep one for yourself? No, I'll keep both on me. Is is Hefeth? I know he's one of the guards here. Yeah, I was going to say that. As you go over to, you know, set up, he's got one of the short swords and he's kind of getting ready for this. And he looks over at you like, wait, Jules? Hey, Hefe. What are you doing here? I'll tell you later. As these elves start coming down the stairway, he nods like, yeah, yeah, that's probably a good idea. 
I'll let you keep your initiative and Blee's initiative, so we'll get the rest of the elves in here. And the guards. Yeah. Give me a roll for the guards. Give them one initiative. Fifteen on the dice. Okay. I think you're up first. So, you are watching this other door or the stairway coming down as you can hear them at the top of the stairwell and they just start to end some feats all start to enter your field of vision. Could I have bonus action hit that other round and try to get advantage on this first attack? Or like... Sure, why not? You had a round between things. (laughs) 29 to hide. Okay. You know what? No. I hate to make you to take away that role from you, but you were talking to Hefe. I think you were thinking about it and then he looked at you trying to hide behind a pillar and he's like, Jules? And that that threw you off a little bit. So on your turn, you can still make a... You bonus can, action hide. You can keep that roll now, but it's mm-hmm. on this turn. I'll bonus action hide for 29. Yep. And action advantage try to... Okay, they're just up. starting to come down the stairs and you don't really know who is leading the charge. Don't care. So they will have a plus two AC for partial cover, but you can go for it anyway. 16 plus 6, 22. 22 is going to hit. 23 on the first attack. 23 damage is a lot. Then, as they kind of drop to a knee, another set of feet kind of appear behind them, and and Yaokok looks down and is going to cast kind of out of his staff burning hands on the group of you. So you and the two guards next to you will make some dexterity saving throws. I'm good at that, but the whole plan was as soon as a group formed there that Beliza would... Yeah, but it's not her turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just just, just, just reminding people. I'll roll for the guards. Hefe will pass. Ignacio will not. 16? You are, you are fine for the moment. Four damage, so you take two. Thank fucking god. And Ignacio will take four. Hefe. And then the other ones start to come down. The one you hit is going to target you with a chromatic orb. So that'll make an attack roll. Oh, it's not a save? No. 18 is going to hit you. 18 is going to hit me. I wiggle. Okay. And just FYI, whenever you say wiggle, you actually mean uncanny dodge, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> you say that a lot, and uh, we haven't established that, that is in fact what you're doing. Where I see an attack that c- is coming my way, and I wiggle, so I shift my body left and right to make sure I avoid it as a reaction and halve the damage of the attack. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, then you are only going to take 7 instead of 15 damage. As the other two on this round of initiative come down and are going to start sparring with the guards. Well, Beliza, when's Beliza's turn? She did she do West? She won't get to go do more actions because you're faster than me at saying stuff. <laughs> uh, one is going to hit the guard, and that would have been Hefe. Not my Hefe. For nine damage, and he's looking a little hurt. Oh, jeez. The belt I gave him isn't giving him plus five. <laughs> you see? 
Unfortunately not. No. Damn it. Now it's Belize's turn. And you wanted her to cast Shatter. So, where were you hidden? Would you have been like... Just on the other side of the doorway. I wasn't... Okay. Then she can get... And Yaokok and the three that came down. They're all close enough. The group behind them is a bit too far away to all get hit in the Shatter. So, is four good enough for you? <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> Wow, that's two nat 20s. Fuck you, Bryce. Fuck you. And two failures. So, and Yalcock and the mage are going to pass. The other two are not. So, 3d8. 11. A creature that's made of inorganic materials such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on the saving throw. Well, damn, you found out Yalcock is actually a crystal golem. <laughs> no. And Beliza keeps a look and eye on the other side. I have a quick question. Sure. How's the integrity of the building staircase area? It's fine. Okay. Shatter is not going to do that much damage. Not to like an old castle made out of marble and shit. It's fine. What do you want? The the guards are mostly engaged with these two up front. Do you want to keep them doing that? Uh, Yeah. uh, How how many? Aren't we supposed to have like 10 guards or something? Or how many guards do we have in total? Four with weapons currently. There are a handful more. How many did did the Shatter get many people? Like, did the Shatter take anyone out? No, but it hit him. Shit. Yeah, so we're just going to have to try to pry more weapons out of these guys while avoiding a Nyaukok. Plan is to disarm the mage, maybe get another. They seem to have lots of components in the, with them, so hopefully I might be able to get something out of them. Roman Insight. 18. Okay. You've tried to distribute the weapons to, you know, the people who you thought would be best, but I'm not going to give them any battle master maneuvers for disarming staffs off people. So they're just going to do some attacks. The three with melee weapons are just going to attack the two guys that have come down the stairs already. Do you want to tell the bowman to do anything specific? He's got eyes on either the major and Yaokok, but they have partial cover up on the stairs. Both the major and Yaokok? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say hit the mage. Okay. You can roll for him. I've got the other three. Well, Ignacio, with his short sword and two attacks, has a 16 on the dice and a nat 20. Nice. So if you want to roll me 3d6 and add uh, 8 to that. Whoa. 22. That one goes down to Ignacio's sword, while Jefe rolls a nat 1 and just is kind of like blown away a bit by the spell and he's just kind of like watching you work and he's just a little bit dumbstruck (laughs) you rolled for the archer yeah yes uh, 18 on the dice okay yes then it's a hit so give me 1d6 plus 3 7 mage goes down yes that group that first group is looking pretty bad in which case at the end of the round we have the last three elves so, then the last three start coming through as Beliza says, Big guy, coming in the back! As you turn around and see a guy in heavy armor kind of throw his sword, short sword through this little gap and then squeeze through and fall prone behind you. Oh, he's prone? He will take a little bit of falling damage. And he's prone. And he's prone, but that's his turn and you were kind of being flanked. And then the 
other two stay kind of up on the stairs. Well, one of them takes a shot at Ignacio for a hit. Fuck. For a bit more damage. He is not looking great. And then the other one comes down and gets into melee range. And he's got an attack for Ignacio as well. Jesus Christ, they're all piling. Hefe, do something. Bryce, you can't take Ignacio out. He's the nicest guy. Ignacio is in a bad, bad way, but he remains standing through this. And we are back at the top with you. So those guys just had their turn, so they're not going to have a turn till after Beliza next? Theoretically. All right, so I'm going to go try for the prone guy. He's prone, so I get advantage on my attacks. You do, yeah. 16 on the dice, plus 6. Yeah, that's going to be fine. 20, 24. Wow, that is a bit of damage. Um, I still have advantage. So yeah. hopefully I get a nat 20. Nope, just a 17 on the dice. All right, then give me an extra d4. For another 3 damage. I, I'm going to tell Beliza, you need to go first level thunder wave them over there. <laughs> As you run by her to go stab this guy in the ground. Then Enyaokok will come down into melee range and yelling at the people to stick by him. And they do so. The last guy fighting melee is going to target Hefe, who he's been fighting with this whole time. I missed it in that one. Nope. That'll hit. Hefe goes unconscious. Why must you take those I love away from me? And then he uses the rest of his movement to stand by Anyawakak. Beliza is up. You told her to go thunderwave these guys? Thunderwave and hopefully have enough movement to get away after. She can make sure that she is not in any sort of danger and get all three of the elves, but it's going to hit Ignacio. Or she can basically take two. Why am I making Let her make her own decisions. All right. She doesn't have time to ask you, so she will make her own decision and try and hit everybody. You can roll me for Ignacio's saving throw. I've got the, the elves. Holy cow, I'm rolling on fire. Price, you can't do that. Last elf doesn't save. Um, 16 on the dice for Ignacio. All right, and a thunder wave, we've got 2d8. Yep. Carlos is knocked 10 feet away and takes all the damage. Everybody else takes five. Uh, how many of them are there? So there's one guy next to me in heavy armor. There's and Ignacio takes five, which puts him on the edge. He's got two HP left. Yeah, we're going to lose a couple of people. Wait, so... Can, but it is now Ignacio and the two guys and the two remaining guards' turns. All right. Okay, please roll good for them, right? You know? One of the elves went down, down here. Uh, so one of the other guards runs up and picks up one of those weapons. He'll take an opportunity attack for a hit. So he's coming in a little bit damaged, but he now has, you now have four guards. And, a, and an archer. Yeah, so three guards in the archer, because Hefe went down. Yeah, so uh, they're going to attack. Okay. They'll all attack the elves that are kind of there in melee with them. 
you can roll for the archer and tell me who he's targeting. He is targeting... Who's the beefiest looking guy there? Other than a Nyaokok? A Nyaokok is the beefiest guy? He's formidable. He doesn't seem too scratched or hurt by the damage that he's taken so far. And he's made saves on both spells thrown against him. No, not a Nyaokok. A Nyaokok is not going to keep fighting if he doesn't have anyone to fight around with him. So, yeah, one of the other guys around him. Second biggest, maybe heavy armor. That guy, he rolled 19 on the dice. Okay. Does he have, is he a battle master who gets 19 to, crits on 19s and 20s? The archer? Sure, why not? Really? <laughs> you can do 2d6. And you asked him to target who again? Sorry. Not in Yaukok. Any of the other guys, the beefy looking guys. Okay. So that's 10 on the dice, plus I don't know what. Alright, that is a bit of damage. Did you? Did all the other guys hit, or did they all miss conveniently? Two were hits, so they're they're starting to wear each other down. You, yeah, you can tell that the elves aren't going to stand up to a whole lot more of this. I mean, your guards are getting beaten a little bit too. Hefe is down. Ignacio is on his last limb, and these other guards aren't really in much armor. Their weapons aren't exactly what they would like to be using, but you can tell the tide is quickly turning here, and they can kind of recognize that. Uh, so I have a guy next to me who's prone. Yeah, so it's now all of these guys' turns. So they'll make some attacks on these guards. Nat ones, please. The one attacking Ignacio will miss, and the other yes. one hits. Are they both attacking Ignacio? No, he's fighting the other one. And then the big guy At gets my feet. up next to you and will make some attacks. He's got two with his greatsword. One of them I wiggle. One is a miss. One is a nat 20. Fuck you! <laughs> 13 plus 4 is 17, so you take 8. Yep, sounds You're up. Good. I stab at the guy. All right. You've got nobody around you. Nope. Not even any of the friggin... Give me... A charisma. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a charisma. Can it you be can for ask for help. That can be a sort of leadership role, yeah. 14. Total? Yes. With a plus two, so I'm pretty proud of that. All right. Then somebody comes over and tries to distract him, and you you don't have advantage, but you have sneak attack, as you have a friend. 15 on the dice for 21. He will attempt to parry. I take it when you give them parry. I don't have parry. He needs a four or above in this D8. Yes. That's a one. Then he tries to parry and just misses. So give me the damage. Fifteen. That's a little low. Yeah, that's the lowest. I had two ones on that one. I'm going to stab him with my dagger. Okay. Uh, Nineteen. Just hits. Well, not just. It's a little above the button. But it's in the vicinity of the button. Two more. Is he still up? He's up, but he's in a bad, bad way. He won't last much more. On a Nyaokok's turn, he surveys all of this and gathering as many people as he can, Ulu grabs hold of Hefe's hand. Hefe's the one who's down. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he kind of gives you a glare through the doors as the rest of the elves kind of form around him. And he just hits his staff on the ground and all of them, including Hefe, Disappear. Hefe, no! <laughs> no! 
No. I look the... at the guy. I look at the guy in front of me, and I'm like, "Where did they take Hefe?" Give me a quick intimidate. I'll get, let you take it at advantage because he is shell shocked. He really can't believe that he's been abandoned here. Sixteen. Seventeen minus one. He kind of sits down all of a sudden, drops his sword. They left. Why? Why would they leave? And he's just kind of like, we had a base. I don't know where they would if they would go back to it. Where is your base? We. We'd planned in the Temple of Chromis. I probably know where that is. Yeah, give me a history. Assume proficiency. It's Valuan history. 14 on the dice, plus 3 proficiency. Chromis is this pyramid up in Sea Castle. We've got interrogation music now. Well, you're having bad luck with this. Don't be too surprised. Interrogation music is the same as battle music. They're both ice cream trucks. <laughs> Chromis is a pyramid. It's this big, at least 10 story pyramid up in Sea Castle. It's a little ways behind the Roundhouse of Nilos. And it is, it was once the mausoleum of a merchant prince, somebody very, very rich in nobility uh, who was buried quite ostentatiously. But with time, it basically has fallen into disrepair, and it's now kind of this giant tenement building where all sorts of homeless or otherwise roguish people tend to hang out. It is not a safe place. Well, A, out of character, is it within 500 feet of us? No, that's a good in-character question. Uh, although, it, from here, it's pretty distant. Not 500, more than 500 feet. You don't have Arcana's proficiency, no? You don't know what teleport spell he cast. You know that there are ranges on teleport spells, but you're not really sure what they are, nor are you sure which one he cast. So it is definitely more than 500 feet. Mm. If it's definitely more than 500 feet, and I think maybe in my training I've read about a couple of spells, I'm like, there's no way they went back there. It's too far away, even if he's using a really high level spell. Shit, where, where, why did they take Hefe? Please, it comes over I think he was just there. They were, they said something about hostages. Fuck, we need to find where they took Hefe. Um, I'll go try to take the barricade down. Okay, you go up there. Lisa and the rest of the guards follow. Just give me an athletics at advantage. Eleven. It takes you a second. There was some magical barriers they had, like, Broad move the earth and kind of shape this marble to blockade the door a little bit, but you're able to get it out of the way and eventually open up the doors. But it's taken you, you know, some precious seconds as now the doors are open and the city guard outside comes running in. Anyone I recognize? Not specifically, not offhand immediately, no. I say they took Hefe, they teleported out of here somewhere. Uh, and Ignacio, who is technically in command here, uh, confirms that and starts giving these guys a description of both the people who had taken him as well as Hefe as best uh, as he can. And that's when you kind of feel a hand on your shoulder and it is Dahlia. Did a pretty all right job. We need to find Hefe. We will. Promise you that. We will put all the people we can out on this. And right now that means the city guard. I think you and Belize need to take a rest. 
But that just means they could get further away from here. If I, if I have a chance of looking, maybe... They could have gone anywhere. I'm not saying that it's hopeless. And she kind of trails off. Why do they need hostages from us? Why do they need Hefe? That's... Oh, I ask Ignatium as soon as he's done explaining. I'm like, why did they take Hefe? I don't think you'll get much of an answer unless you find him. Fuck. Buliza kind of comes up and says, I don't think it's over yet. If they can't have gone far, then get up there. You can fly. Yeah, I do. I'm like... <laughs> All right. There's a reason I like to... Then, then give me a perception. 21. I'll roll for their stealth. So they'll have to have at least two of these three over yours. And they're vaguely stealthy as a group. That doesn't look like a success to me. It doesn't look like a success to me either. You fly up relatively high, try and get as much of a lay of the land as you can, and you see a bit of a disturbance kind of along some back alleys. You know, it's kind of swooping through, trying to gather as much as you can. You do see a group of people kind of pushing their way through a bit of a crowded street. I fly. I am zooming as fast as I can. Action dash, bonus action dash to get there. Okay. These are my streets, motherfucker. <laughs> Give me an acrobatics. Sure. What is this? 19 on the dice plus, 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 seven. As you come blazing in, you can see them running and trying to get out of here. And one turns around and just sees you blazing in on their tail. I have a question for you. Why don't you give me initiative? What's the question? How many feet are they from me? You tell me where you want to stop in relation to them. You can be 60 feet. You can be right up in their faces. You have fair, a lot of speed coming in with your acrobatics. Luring song. I can still stop some of them. Most of them, maybe. I'm, I don't have that much HP. I'm going to stay 30 feet away, but start luring songing. Okay, so initiative. 14. They roll a little bit higher than you. Uh, so as you're coming in, one of them doesn't really have much he can do. I'm sorry, the my archer... initiative is 15. Okay. The archer is going to make a shot at you. That will be a hit. Wait, wait, wait. I thought I was luring songing. You're not top of the initiative. Okay. Uh, you take five damage. Weagle. Okay. How are you looking? Awake. And you're up. Luring song. That's my best bet. All right. Then all of them will make some charisma saving throws. That's a fat load of fails. All of them? It's a wisdom saving throw, not a charisma. It's against my charisma mod, which is not great, I'll be honest. Okay, what does the DC have to beat? 12. In that case, Anyakok actually beats it, but only barely. Everybody else fails. And, and I they... assume Anyakok is not the one holding Hefe. No, he is not. So the other handful of three elves stop what they're doing, drop Hefe, and use their turns to move towards you. You are now surrounded by three elves, kind of enchanted by your song. I try to lead them to the city guards. <laughs> I, and, and the worst part for me is I don't do this at all. So I don't remember the words to this song. And I'm just going, 
We're never gonna wake you up. Never gonna slow you down. <laughs> never gonna cry or fry your tilapia. Whoop. <laughs> Take your inspiration. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> What's your passive perception? 19. And Yaokok staring at you kind of looks at the still unconscious Hefe and just kind of disappears into the crowd. As he doesn't you're take moving Hefe. in the opposite direction. He d- does he take Hefe with him? No. Okay. But he just disappears out of sight as you kind of you're singing this sad, weird song to the rest of the elves who are kind of following and raptured. And he just kind of like gives you one last glare as you turn around. And then when you look again, he's just gone. Do we'll I give them the other three elves? Because they save at the end of their turns. Once um, it's wild charm, the target must take a dash, dash action to move towards the harpy by the most direct route possible. It does not avoid opportunity attacks, but avoids obviously damaging terrain. Once it is next to the happy, it may defend itself if it's being attacked, but may not move away. At the end of its turn, or whether it takes a damage, it may, may remake the saving throw. Okay, so we'll give them a last saving throw. You also got a number of commoners coming towards you, and a bunch of the guard. Some running because they see this happening, and some because they just have to and they feel compelled. But we'll give the elves the saving throw at the end of their turns. Shit. Those look like good ones. You capture one more. Two others break away, but we'll give them, as the guards come rushing in, we'll give them sort of contested rolls. Roll me 2d20 and add plus 5 to each for the guards. 20 and 22. You get them both. Yes! Oh my god, I can't believe that one. (laughs) As the guards surround you, you stop the song as you have these last three elves in custody. And I go straight for Hefe and I'm hoping, I don't know, I'm like, we need a healer, medicine. Okay, somebody will get him up with a quick healing word. I think there's a few basic magic spells on the city guard here and there. Unfortunately, you had one. So he gets up in the street, and the first thing he sees is your face. <gasps> Jeez. And I hug him, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> As he's kind of, like, disoriented, and now in a different place than he remembers. Like, what happened? No, that's not important. I got your letter. Yeah. I mean, if you planned on coming to the castle, it was kind of a silly thing to send. I wasn't exactly... Do you want something to eat? Do you want to get something? I've got this weird sound in my ears. I think I'm going to go lay down. Can I get a rain check on that? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's rain check. He nods. It's like, well, uh, you, you don't owe me an explanation. It's cool. But we'll, we'll talk sometime. That's Even if it's about nothing. That sounds great. And I help him to... I know that, like, if are the, we going to his place? I'll probably... No, he gets in with the other guards. They kind of want to debrief, and they bring him to a, a medical tent that they've set up for everybody. And as you come back to the castle, you run into Renato and Dahlia. 
And it's, you know, it's pitch black. It's dark out. You were lucky you saw much at all, I given all this. HP. Yeah, you're not looking great. Everybody's not looking great. And Renato is like, I really can't thank you enough. The reports coming in are, and what I saw myself are extraordinary. I'm glad we could stop them. I'm glad you came for Take Your Daughter to Work Day. We would be in a very different place if it weren't for that. Um, I- and I... I'm sure I speak for Dolce as well, but I don't think we ha- knew that you had this in you. Not when I saw you, so if you ever need a favor from me, and I'm sure I can arrange something otherwise, let us know. Yeah, that, thank you. That that means a lot. I tell, I look at him and I say, I have something in my backpack that they were after that I'd rather not give to you here. Okay. And he brings you back into the building, which is pretty busy-ish with elves being talked to and people being let out and all sorts of things being asked. But he takes you into one of the spare rooms, would usually be the information or welcoming room, but has now been left empty. So what did you find? What? This is what they were after. And I give him the gold and the letters. He looks at this like, it was this, in the speaker's office. Yes, that's maybe that's what they were after. I'm and pretty you sure. You don't think they took any of it? I took it before they could put it in my bag. On his insight, that doesn't quite something about it doesn't connect to him. He still kind of thinks that they grabbed it or opened it and you took it back from them or something, even though that's not quite what you said. Mm. So he he kind of misses that little detail as he nods like. I'll make sure these get back to where they belong. Aren't you going to open and read what it says? He looks at it just very briefly. This is for the speaker only. So he's looking through the document. Just enough to see who it's meant for. And like the basics of, you know, the front page, which is high security, confidential, stuff like that. Uh, What are you going to do with that? He uh, he fails his wisdom save, and is like, "I'll, I'll get this back where it belongs soon." Yeah, I think it's going to be a very interesting read for you, Mister Renato. I mean, we need to know why they were after it, right? Why they said that they wanted it for the halflings. I think there may be a threat. A very big threat coming. He nods like, right, we need to make a full report on what's happened. This information is part of the story, isn't it? I nod. He nods as well. I'll just go put this back up in the speaker's office. And as you see him walk away, he starts walking very... He gets to like the stairs and checks kind of behind him that nobody's watching too much. And then Starts walking very slowly as he starts leafing through it. <laughs> nice. Um, and Dolce's behind you is like, I'm not sure what you started there, but I'm going to find out. Whether from you or from him or from my own network, but we'll see. You're impetuous. What does that mean? It means you're the sort of person that doesn't think too much and just does. Yeah, that, that sounds like me. I was like that once. You might not believe it now, 
she kind of gestures like in my old age and me urging you caution at every step of the training so far. I think that's a good quality. I might not really be that way myself, and I might not caution it always, but you've done well so far. We still let him get away. I don't think we've seen the last of Anyaukok. I don't think so either. But if he's in this city, you don't have to be the only one doing these things. We'll keep an eye out for him, and I assure you that as we find out more information, we'll make this one of your first cases. Oh, yeah. Potentially. I still have to decide where you are and all this and whether or not to promote you out of Ensign. <laughs> no, I get that. I get that. I just need to... I just need to take a nap. She nods. Definitely. Get out of here. As she trails off after Renato. And finally, Beliza. I'm like, Beliza, let's go get something to eat. She nods like, yeah, I could use something. Yeah, I know. I, I tell her, I know this curry pie guy. You love it. Come on. Let's go do that. Yeah. You were good. Thanks were for giving me that push. I just, for a second, I couldn't think about what to do to help him. And I, and I didn't think that would work. Like, yes, luring song is something that all harpies can do, but I've never used that before. Like, I've seen my mom do it. Twice, her whole in my entire life. My uh, my daddy say luck is just what people who really don't accomplish much call hard workers. Maybe you got a little lucky too, but it's because you ran after it and did it. Good work back there. I didn't think we were gonna make it. I said, I'll tell you that. And you get some food. Yep, it's the best curry pie. Literally, she, um, actually, no, 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 um, wait, as we're about to go to the curry pie, I'm like, wait, wait, I just need to do something. And I go back into the castle of Ganache and I follow up where Dahlia went. And, um, are they both in the room? Like, as, is he reading while she's talking at him or something like that? He's kind of standing in the middle of the hall on the top floor, like near his office, still leafing through this thing. And she's caught up to him and is kind of like just at the stairs, giving him a bit of space. So here's what I want to do. Listen up. Okay. Um, all right. So I'm going to misty step past her because she's giving him space. Mm-hmm. But so he may not even have noticed her and all that he's doing. I'm just going to misty step past her, uh, past her, but in a way that he can't see. That'll be tough. But tell me the rest of the plan and we can roll on it. <laughs> I want to go talk to him. Why does if you want to talk to him? Why do you have to not be seen by her? Can I just walk past her? Can I just be able to walk past her and go talk to him? You could try. Yeah, I'll try. Uh, all right. Then, as you do so, you come up the stairs. She kind of looks at you quizzically, like, and I, I just, I, I just, um, like you know, horse, <laughs> horse with the little side eye blinders. I just walk straight for him. Okay. Does he notice me coming, like, tippy-tappy on the... Thing? Sure, yeah, he looks up to see you approach, kind of last second, distracted. I'm like, I just need to tell you something important. Can, uh, can, can uh, we... Uh, okay. I lean in, and I'm sort of whispering so that Dahlia can't hear, and I'm like, this has been a wild night for you, but it also has been for her. So I might, you know, take the chance to... Comfort a friend? Give me a persuade. <laughs> That's not too bad. That's a 
12 on the dice for 11. <laughs> you leave him there kind of thinking about it. But you don't think... And as I walk, like, you know, he's, so he's probably watching me walk away. And I'm, I go past her and I wink at her and I'm like... And I go down. Give me a perception. 17. As you're kind of walking away, you're kind of fingers crossed, hoping that this works out. You can kind of hear Renato's voice getting further and further away, even as you try and slow down to hear it. Uh, Dolce, would you, um, would you like, uh, maybe take the day off tomorrow, rest? Um, I just have this tantrum little <laughs> thing going down the stairs, and uh, I look at Belize and I'm like, we need to get drinks with that curry pie. Uh, I can't believe that didn't work. He should have just asked her for dinner. <laughs> and she's like, like, no, I don't think they're, I don't think they're really suited for each other. What? They totally have the hots for each other. Have you seen the way he looks at her? Uh, she's just gonna like. No, definitely not. Well, what would they possibly see in each other? Like, they're from different worlds. Yeah, like, I I totally get that. But don't you think a man who's spent his entire life here wants, you know, is looking for some sort of excitement and the woman who's had excitement all her life wants to just get someone to settle down with whom she knows can predict and, she, you know, and, and essentially, like, trust. I, I like this... Uh, sort of like walking into the sunset moment, even though it's like well past dark. You're walking into the like rising moon as the scene kind of pulls out and you're just talking up the storm, trying to convince her and building up this whole ship in your mind, <laughs> in, in your mind. And she's just kind of blowing it off and kind of like as the credits hit and like you've kind of finally stopped talking at her and your voice has faded out. She admits like, I mean, he does kind of have that silver fox look. I can maybe see what she'd go for. <laughs> see? You can see it. <laughs> All right, we'll call it there. Thank you for listening in on us. Again, we have launched our website at this point. Uh, it's called MarriedND.com. You can also follow us at MarriedND on Twitter. I'm at Preeti because it's... We have our email, MarriedND at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye! Goodbye! Let, do you want me to look it up? No, I know what I'm doing. So, Actually, yes, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but...